Welcome to Screencast. Kind of Funny's only entertainment-based podcast where we come together and talk about movies, TV shows, and streaming services. I'm your host, Kevin Coelho. To my immediate left, we've got Joey, the movie bros herself, Noelle. Hello! Uh, and to your left, we have Nick, the three-fingered movie reviewer. The three-fingered monster. You're getting great at, better at hosting, by the way. I shouldn't say great, but better at hosting. Thanks. Because you, you were going to introduce Scarpino. me, but you saw me drinking, <laughs> and you called an audible and went to Joe first. <laughs> Pro maneuver. It was hard, because I had to say left instead of my immediate right, which is what I normally say. It was, yeah. You're improvising now. The machine is learning. Sure. Uh, you can catch our show live every Friday, <laughs> except for when we decide to have it on yeah, Monday. Every week. Just say yeah. week. Yeah. Why are every week? At around 11.30-ish, 11.20-ish. Yeah, we come in here. We're not great at hitting our times. Uh, on twitch.tv slash games. If you don't have time to watch us live, that's totally cool. You can go and watch us on VOD, whether it be YouTube or Rooster Teeth. We're on both those places. If you don't want to watch us, you could listen to us on your favorite podcast streaming services, whatever they are. Whatever they are, if we're not on that service, let Tim Gettys know, and he'll fix that. He'll add us to them. Yes, none Barry, of us can you know run how that Tim Gettys' is. phone number down at the bottom there, just so we can on Twitter. You know? <coughs> oh, okay. At Tim Gettys. Eight oh eight seven. It's not even close, Barry. It's one, not even close. One eight hundred baby blues. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What I was saying is, I was before we were uh, we started started the show. Yeah. There's a probably eighty percent possibility you could ta- talk D into taking you instead of me tonight. Yeah, but I don't. I'm sure she'd love that. Oh, it's gonna be so good. I, I want to go. I know. It's a Lizzo concert that yeah, somehow right. Nick got tickets to. We just random spur of the moment, uh, like we saw it pop up somewhere, mm-hmm. like three or four months ago, and Dee was like, "Should we get tickets?" And I was like, "We're not gonna be able to get tickets to Lizzo. Like she's blowing up right now. Yeah. There's no way we're gonna be able to. And also, we don't like going out on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday." Um, and she was Friday like, "Friday either." Oh, Friday, no, God, no. Mm-hmm. And she was like, uh, "Well, there's a Monday show." And I was like, "Well, I guess <laughs> of all the days of the week to go out, that'll be the one where fewer people are." Yeah. So that's fine. But boy, on my way to work today, I think it's because of the fires. There are so many fucking people. In where the city are the right fires now. happening right now? They're Everywhere. up uh, above Roner Park, I think. Yeah, my like uncle got evacuated in Santa Rosa. Sonoma. It's uh, yeah. Pleasant Springs. Mm-hmm. What is it called? It's Sonoma. Sonoma. Yeah, it's Sonoma County, but like far, far Sonoma County. Yeah. And like, my folks were in town for uh, a conference, yeah. and it got canceled. Man. And they got asked to leave the hotel because it became oh, an official shit. evacuation zone, wow. which my mom loves because she hates spending money. So she was like, "Wait a minute, do we get, are we gonna, are we about to get a free night in a hotel?" And I was like, <laughs> "Maybe I don't know." <laughs> like anyway, what are we talking about? Oh, movies. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to that. Uh, you can also help support us on Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's do yeah. a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, this Thursday, the Halloween Hellscape pay-per-view will go live. Is that correct? That sounds Ooh, right? Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. YouTube premiere. Come hang out with us in the chat. 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific whatever time. We had you nailed it. Way more fun. Way more fun than we had any right to filming that thing. Did we finish <laughs> shooting everything we had to I before? don't think we so, did. but I think oh, what got, happened we was... We had a couple of pickups that I think we needed to do. Yeah, we have a couple right. things, but I think what happened right. was I think it was I th- it's one of those things where we're getting better at making content is sure. that we had this super ambitious thing, and then we were like, why don't we just like instead of one hundred and fifty percent, we'll scale it back to like one hundred and twenty percent. We had a cage match. We did have I a cage feel like match. We scaled it down. My favorite, my favorite, not that much. My favorite, well, don't spoil it for people. Yeah, well, my I favorite mean, thing is like is there was a conversation where Kevin Coelho walked in and was like, "Are we going to keep this cage?" And we all had to actually be like, "Well, I don't want to store it in here, but it is an outdoor cage." It is like a fence that you could do. So we just put it outside. Yeah, that oh, makes sense. Okay. Yeah, so we put it outside. You know, it's going to get rusted. 
It's yes. an outdoor game. Nah, it's gonna. Though. I I know that it's gonna get rusted. I can tell you right now, it's gonna have that white rust, like the cans do, like the aluminum cans. Oh yeah, yeah. The oxidization or whatever. Sure, is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll be fine. Um, we well, also have Extra Life coming up this weekend. We do. Guess what? So close. There's Jesus. a lot of things happening this week on Friday. Friday right? Yeah, after uh-huh. Terminator Dark Fate. We're going to roll straight into community streams that we're hosting until 10 a.m. on Saturday when our stream starts. We go until 9 a.m. on Sunday, and then community streams pick back up. It's going to be real good. It's going to be real fun. Come hang out with us. going to be shenanigans. going to be us. It's, yeah, it's, it's one yeah, of those things where every year I look forward to and both dread Extra Life. And I don't dread it because of the time commitment. Mm. I dread it because of what it does to my body, my soul, and mostly my bowels. Yeah, because it's just sh- just shove everything into my mouth and party yeah. for twenty four hours straight. I'm gonna order we... so much square pie, guys. It's for the kids. We can't. It doesn't come here. Those... Oh, we'll get it. We'll figure it out. I don't think so. We'll, well get, it we'll goes get to Greg Jr. and Jen's to go over house. And pick it up for us. <laughs> so we'll get it delivered to Greg and Jen. Okay. okay. What we need Jen is we need runners. We need people that we know and trust who aren't quite on the inner circle, but like are. Around the inner circle that we can tell to go to Square Pie Guys and bring it back. I, I get Cheeks you, to do that for sure. Even, I bet you Cheeks, Becky would do Cheeks it for left us. his uh, sweatshirt here, so tell him if he wants his sweatshirt back, he's got to bring us pizza pies. That sounds mm, great. Perfect. Uh, yeah, it's going to be real fun. Nick, mm-hmm. I haven't told you this yet, but I'm putting you in charge, for better or for worse, of coming up with things for the wheel. Oh, the wheel. I'm fine I feel with that, like yeah. you have the a tiny gift. torture wheel or the regular wheel? Whatever would wheel you believe you'd that like. one of the things on the wheel is going to be Pet the Cat? You also I missed really the pre-show like conversation about Nick dressing up as a cat. Again. It's not me. It's my cat. What happened was I hate a this. long time ago, my mom, uh, my, we had a cat named Lady. It was a black cat. Move, and my mom just going. put it out. We don't know what happened to it. And I, then it just came back and no, found me. No, I'm going to keep moving on the housekeeping. Lady Shout the out to Patreon producer Al Tribesman. Danny boy. I thought want it was Alley Cat. Candy? Want some candy? Well, it became an Alley Cat. And okay. David Mindell. The Mind Freak. Mindell. Street Mind Freak. Put a D in there. Howie Mandel, David Mandel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do we even have we? One day we're gonna meet the mind freak, <laughs> man. It's gonna be awesome. And I hope he started doing magic now. <laughs> he's <laughs> so like, he's awesome. If he shows us a magic trick, even if it's okay. I don't care if it's, be, what, if it's like, the dumb yeah. thing that your uncle used to do. Where it's like, yeah. I, mean, like I just saw the fucking cord in your hand, bro. But that's what I want. I want that level of yeah. street magic. I do too. Yeah. Uh, also, shout outs to our sponsors today: Untuck It, Escape the Invasion, and Away. But more about that later. Ba-doo. Now it's time to talk about what we watched this week. Bro. I watched. Now, we did do a show on Thursday. Just Correct. Through, so, like, it was just the weekend. So, yesterday. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what to watch. Sure. Notice that The Art of Self-Defense <gasps> was on for rental. Oh, my God. It's my favorite movie of the year. I heard it was very it's good. Which one is fucking this one? Great! It, it is a insane, basically it's an art film. From Facebook, it's it? got Jesse Eisenberg That's in it, it. and okay. it's about a kid, a guy who gets beat up and decides to take karate. But it's a really karate. weird, twisted indie art film. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a pretty much meta commentary for my entire youth, where it's like mm-hmm. he starts taking karate because he wants to become the thing that he fears, right. and then that happens. But in 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 a such a way <laughs> that happens. But it's 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 done in such a way where like when I was growing up, you'd have you'd have the karate kid, right, where the kid gets beat up, and then he he starts taking karate and martial arts to like reclaim his dignity, right. and then he beats the bully in a certain way. This is like what happens when that just keeps going, and it's fucking insane, and it just goes to a place where you're like, this is twisted, and it's really good. 
really I remember well when the done. trailer came out. I think I brought it on the show. You did. We watched it on the show, and I was and like, like that was I was awesome. super excited for it, and like I'm very excited now. That it's available for rent. It's it's Jesse Eisenberg and Imogene Poots. I think is how you say her name, or Potts Poots. Um, and then I forgot the guy who plays his sensei, but she's but they're all great. <sighs> Who's Imogene Potts? What, what is else she is the she one in? that's in uh, Midsummer? No. Okay. I don't think so. Uh, is she Bear? Can you bring up I- Imogene Poots? Uh, IMDb. She's awesome. And the guy that plays the sensei, I forget his name, but he's fucking amazing as well. Yeah. Uh, very well done. Loved it. Um, Scroll up. Let me see her face. Hmm. Need for she, Speed. No, yeah, she was, no, need for, she, she was in some other. Uh, She's going to be in the Y series? Let's see. 20 Scroll weeks down. later. Oh, I Kill Giants. Is that what she was But from? who was she in I Kill Giants? So many questions. She was in Jane The name sounds so familiar. Yeah, I, I remember seeing her in one or two other things. 28 weeks I, later. I remember really Fright like, Night? Fright Night. That's what I saw her in. She was in the remake oh, of Fright Night with Anton Yelich. Yelich. Mm-hmm. And she was great in that. And then Colin Farrell played the vampire. Did you ever see that? The remake no. of Fright Night? I never no, saw no, the no, remake. It's really good. It's really? actually Fright Night is a great movie. Yeah. I like first, the it almost made my one. list today. Whoa. But I haven't seen it enough. Did it? Or are you just bringing it up right now? No, because it's it's a little too campy. Uh-huh. And I haven't watched it enough to really, really like be like, I cl- this claim this is one of mine. Yeah. But I like Fright Night. And I, l- I actually really liked the remake as well. So anyway, uh, I highly recommend that. I tried watching Jenny Slate's uh, comedy special. And I couldn't get into it. Jenny Slate. Oh, was, where was that? Netflix. On Netflix. Jenny Slate is the uh, the woman that got kicked off of Saturday Night Live her very first appearance because she said "fuck." Damn, <laughs> and she's awesome, and I love her. She's yeah. like the crazy girl in uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah, yes. uh, like the sister of John Raffio. Uh, she's awesome. Um, yeah, really, really funny. But her her special was less of a comment. It's it's more of like thirty minutes of stand up, thirty minutes of documentary about her life, which uh, is cool. But it, I don't like that because I'm like, oh, I'm starting to get into this, and then it cuts to her and her grandma, and I'm like, All right. oh, the flow just yeah, 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 yeah. All right, someone didn't feel like someone didn't feel like generating thirty more minutes of material, so they decided to just. Shoehorn in some documentary stuff and like whatever. It's Fun fine. fact: she dated Chris Evans for a while. They only like just recently broke up, like a year or two ago. Good for both of them. I know. You know what I mean? It's just a couple that I like. When I learned about them being a couple, I was like, never would have imagined it. Yeah, but I like it. Good for both of them. That might well, not, not anymore. That makes me wonder up. if Chris Evans is a lot cooler than I think. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> He's such like a Boston boy. I yeah. don't know. I don't know if I would. I mean, he's obviously. Well, I mean, cool. she just seems really. She seems really cool and crazy. If like, because like a lot of times her character seems very similar to the character she plays in Parks and Rec. Oh no! Direct. If you watch her special, she's yeah. she's nutty. Yeah, she has a nutty energy. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But the opposites attract, man. Sometimes maybe. she's. Maybe. maybe Chris has his tall stoicness balances around. Uh, you watch anything else good this uh, weekend? Uh, did you watch Watchmen? I did. Mm. It's here's the thing. I really like the show. Yeah. But they've got four more episodes. With me, Max. Before I go, Damon Lindelof, go eight. fuck yourself. There's only eight. So I know, there are only it, two left at that point. But I'm, I'm. It's starting to meander. Yeah, and it's starting to put more. Like the thing that 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 they that Lindelof does is they just start introducing story threads, and you're like, okay, you better tie this shit in real good. But he doesn't have a great track record for doing that. Yep. So but let's it's still entertaining along the way. Well, the the sh- to me, I'll watch the show as long as Regina King is the lead. She is awesome. I don't know what it is about her that I find so unbelievably fun to watch, but she just has a gr- she mm-hmm. just commands that fucking role, and it's really really good. And she a, has, I they, think it's a good role too. Like the, it's a great the story, yeah. like the, her like her life is really interesting, and like the stuff they're throwing at us. Yeah, and like Lewis developing Gossett Jr. It in it. Like I, I like he plays the old man. Uh-huh. He was big in the eighties. He yeah, to, uh, he's mm-hmm. been in a lot of stuff. So um, yeah, I, I like it. 
And I, uh, but I'm like, four more episodes. Yeah. If I get to episode six and we're still introducing threads and we're not starting, I'm like, I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah, show. that's we were talking about earlier. Um, I like this episode a lot. I think more than uh, last week's episode, but I am very worried that like they're not going to have good answers for the like questions they're setting up. And there's, but here's my. And that's worry. a real concern here's, for my me. My worry is yeah. that they're setting up questions that I don't understand. Yeah. Like, what mm. is happening in this world? What's going on? Mm. And I'm fine with it. And that's the lost style. Like, let's question, 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 question. But, but I need to have some answers. I don't need this to be what's the smoke monster. And then six seasons later, we're like, we don't really know. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. That's a big concern. It's a big concern. Yeah. But the show is beautifully filmed, and really well Regina filmed. King's awesome, and the yeah. guy from Buster Scruggs is awesome. The whole cast that. is awesome. Yeah, he's, the guy that plays the Red Scare. He's who the guy that's, that plays um, Mirror the, Glass Man or something like that. What, what, did, what was his name? Looking Glass? Looking, Looking Glass. Glass. Oh. Yeah. Fucking awesome. And the guy Fucking that plays awesome. the Red Scare, by the way, yeah. I, it finally dawned on me who he is. I'm like, is he the bad guy from Limitless? And I looked him up. I'm like, he is the fucking bad guy from Limitless. <laughs> that is such a pull. That's a great. Like, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I, I just watched Limitless also. Ah. Like, I, I saw him. I was like, wait a minute, that voice. And then because you never see his face. Right, right, right. I looked right, him right. up. Yeah, he's like he's like the weird Russian drug dealer right, that, yeah, or yeah. A money a money loaner guy. Anyway, I love it. Uh, the other show I watched right afterward, and I was gonna wait. I'm like, I'm gonna wait for all of them to queue up because it's the last season. But I found I watched. I was like, I gotta do it. Why Silicon Valley? The first yeah. uh, episode. It's off to a start. It's off to a start. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I uh, I don't like what's happening with uh, the weird guy's name. Jared. Jared. Where it's like, I don't like this. I don't like him pulling away. I thought it was endearing. Yeah? I th- I like it because he's he I realizes the, his role is to be the muse for the yeah. next tech person. That's what his role is. And when he no longer has that role anymore, it's like sad when they like relegate him to like yeah. being over in the other places and they're accomplishing. Sure, stuff. but I also thought it was like weird and sad like that like at the end where he's like talking to that new person in the, in that house. And it's like no, he wants to go back to that. I, yeah, I know. Everything I else get is it. too I big. It. It's gotten I, too. He doesn't. Want, that's not his world anymore. Yeah. He wants to be in the small incubator. He wants to help that startup person yeah. realize their dream. I think it's awesome. That's I mean, great. I just does he that or was like, is he just like weirdly obsessed with uh, the main dude? What's his name? Uh, uh, well, I, I like always talking to his therapist. The yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, well, I have <laughs> to talk with you. It's court mandated. Court mandated. That was really his delivery is so He's good. The best. And I really, I know that Tim doesn't like yeah. uh, what Jin Yang. Jin Yang's fucking brilliant. I Tim's love crazy. Jin Yang Jim, so way, much. Jimmy O Yang's at Cops this weekend, uh, next week. Oh, really? Yeah, the guy that plays Jin Yang, Jimmy O Yang. Is, is his stand up good? Like, I've never seen him. I met him at Punchline once. He's a real yeah. nice guy. Uh, I'd but, be 100% down to go see it. Yeah, let me know. Yeah. I could probably sneak us into the 945 show. He's yeah. got like two shows a night. He's so smart because the second Silicon Valley hits, he goes on tour. That's, he's making money. Makes a lot of sense. That's the thing you do, man. But he was a nice guy. Uh, and I think I don't care what Tim says because yeah. Tim has horrible taste. We all appreciate this. Jin Yang is fucking in this trailer where he's like, "Are you doing something illegal in here? Tell me the truth." And he's like, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> I love that he's never lied. No, he's, he's, like, he's always like, "No, new, new pipe Piper." Piper. <laughs> yeah. it's so good. Yeah. It's so um, good. Yeah, but I, I enjoyed it, and I don't. I like. I like that. Like, it wasn't. You know. Um, Hey, here's the issue. Here's the solution. Let's move on to the next episode. Yeah. Where it feels like now there's like, oh, there's an ongoing issue that like it hopefully it takes the entire season to like figure out the solution. Well, I also I love the uh, the character that the plays the guy that's like the World of Warcraft guy. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Call of Cthulhu or Gululu, whatever it is. Yeah. Who's like, it, you just can't touch him. Yeah, because he's like, we got you, fucker, and he realizes this isn't. Un- he's we're like, this make is amazing. So much algorithm, money on yeah. this. Yeah, he's like, damn it. Anyway. We just spoiled the entire episode for everyone, but Oops. it's funny. And uh, I will say the uh, the one thing that I I do I still miss T J Miller's energy on the show, even yeah. though I know he's he's crazy and uh, 
we Poor don't guy. want him anymore. But um, I miss he, him. He did and the, it, like a bomb scare, right? He he had some issues. He had yeah. some. Yeah, he he was going through some shit, and also was accused of some shit. So I'm sure that was a very interesting time in his life. But uh, the but Kumail, it's so funny to watch him on the show because you're like, you're fucking huge now. He's well, like jacked. It's both. Like, his career's huge, and he yeah. also got jacked. He got so jacked. He's all pumped up, man. He's a little p- fucking pumped up dude just getting in there fucking doing the, doing the do. There was uh, one more show that came on um, HBO that I checked out. Mrs. Uh, Fletcher. How is that? I want to watch that. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. The first episode is very, like, slow and kind of building up that her life sucks. Yeah. But she, What's like, gets premise? into kinky shit, right? It's yeah, a, so the premise is... Um, uh, it's a limited series. I love those. Uh, first off, so it's not going to keep going on. It's what's her name? Wow. Um, I feel like they say limited series, and then they're like, "Oh, second season of the limited yeah, series." Right. Yeah, it's oh, like Catherine it, Han. Han, yes. yeah. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she's fucking hilarious. So yeah, she is. No, she like I think Principal. she's like takes care of like an elderly home, no, and her okay. like son turns eighteen is going to college. Okay, so she's at home alone, and it's about her like. So I'll read the thing. A divorced woman jumpstarts her love life by adopting a sexy new persona and discovers that her world is full of unexpected and sometimes complicated erotic possibilities. And uh, the first episode had very little or none of that. And it it also didn't have any of the humor that I was hoping for. Which is so her. Yeah. She's so funny and it's such a dry humor. But I mean, this was a totally different side where this was like quality acting where she was very much like somber and depressed the whole yeah. time and you kind of see it's all build up so like that when I'm sure crazy shit comes yeah. in the future it's like all like oh this is why it reminds me of Bill Hader doing Barry yeah where it's a mm. weird like he's taking a step back and doing a more serious role but because he has that still that that sense of comedic timing mm. it adds to it yeah where you're like this is adding to the mo- the fucked up quirkiness of this whole thing that's what I'm expecting that's a great call like yeah. that very much feels that same tone where it takes a little while for uh, me to get into the character it's yeah. like Half a season for me to be like, I don't know if Barry's good, and then it was like, oh, I enjoy Barry. Oh, it is the uh, second season so good. Oh, yeah, Barry, Barry's yeah. great. Barry's, Barry's like so legit good. one of the best shows on TV. Um, Catherine Hahn, I remember seeing her recently. Parks I went and back and watched it. Not Parks and Rec. I saw her in a movie called The Goods with oh, Jeremy Piven with I her car salesman. That, yeah, and she is so fucking funny in this. She, it's her, and she plays. She plays one of the car salesmen. Yeah, but she's in love with um, fucking what's the guy's name from. 21 Jump Street was like, I don't like that. Put that back in your mouth. Put the, the big guy who's like, ah, this is gonna, oh, what's his that name? That guy, God, he, mm. he's in, I'll find it. Sorry, we can move on. Anyway, Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle. Yeah. She, she falls in love with Rob Riggle, but he's got the disease where he's a, he's a only 10 years old, but he's aged. Oh, shit. And so she's like conflicted because he looks like a 30 year old man and he's gorgeous, mm-hmm. but he's only 10. And so she keeps trying to fuck him. It's terrible. Oh, my God. But it's so <laughs> funny. Because they're like, yeah, they're all friends. They're all homies. Yeah. Like, ah, anyway, why is she friends movie. with the ten year old? Well, no, because they're all like friends, like in real life. Oh, got it. So it's got like it. if we yeah. all got together, right, and right, just right, a right. horribly inappropriate comedy. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah I saw that. It was also on HBO Go, and I was like, should we watch this? And I was like, I don't know. All right. Well, if you, can, I mean, list, if, yeah. depending on where, where your read is on Jeremy Piven these days, because he's pretty much a polarizing person, because he got accused of a bunch of crazy shit too. Him, notwithstanding, everyone else in the movie. It's a great cast. And I feel it's like I'm pretty, pretty sold on just Han and Riggle yeah. at yeah. this point. Well, yeah. it's, it's a lot of Pippin. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm still, we'll I'm still a fan of Jeremy Pippin's work, but him personally, like, whatever. Like, Joey. Yeah. What did you watch this last weekend? Man, I haven't been around in a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've had a lot of free time, so I haven't watched a ton of stuff. I caught up on The Good Place, oh. which yeah. I'm always a fan of. You like yes. it? 
I really like this season. I think it's an interesting twist on things. There's a lot of interesting relationship dynamics. I like some of the new characters they brought in and how they affect the current crew. Uh, I caught up on my other favorite or my other guilty pleasure, which is a nine one one on mm-hmm. Fox with mm-hmm. oh Jennifer God. Love Hewitt and with Jennifer and the guy from Six Feet Under. Yeah, slash the guy and from Angela Parenthood. Bassett. Uh huh. Yeah, it's real good. No, that I mean, show looks like one of the. Good? I don't know, no, but, but it's but fun to watch in the background on a Tuesday night. Does every show have to like again? You know what I mean? Like yeah. some shows just have to be good, bad. And I feel like, like a lot of the shows be. I like are the good, bad. Of course, I know. you can't watch because they're fun. Dude, I can't watch like intense shows all the time. You gotta just have take a step back and be like, "This is dumb." Yeah. Sometimes I walk in and I watch my wife, like watching How to Get Away with Murder or like Grey's Anatomy, and I'm like, "These shows are so bad." But she just shoots me that look like, "I don't fuck with you." When you're watching Psych, does so get get out. (laughs) Oh no, she just she just or like the 14th Polly Shore movie of the weekend. I don't lost the bomb, dude. How dare you? (laughs) In the army now, it's fantastic. It's Um, a great movie. And then the (laughs) other thing I've been catching up on, which doesn't kind of fit, but does, is Shane Dawson's (gasps) new series on YouTube about Jeffrey Star. Are you a big Shane Dawson fan? No, but uh, Mr. Yes Man in the (laughs) chat just reminded me of the other movie I watched that I wanted to talk about. Uh, No, that surprised you. I was like, yes, I've been with Shane Dawson since day one. Confused. I was like. I couldn't give 10 shits about Shane Dawson. I'm sure he's... He he makes great content. He's great long-form YouTube content. Yeah, very long-form. So this one is on Jeffree Star, who started as like a MySpace music guy and now uh, is like a makeup mogul. So he's... they kind of the guy that got in the... trouble, was it? Mm. I don't think so. Okay, it was a different makeup guy. Wasn't there like a... There's a makeup guy a while back. Oh, that was James Charles. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, they it's I mean, they troubles are this... like a weird word. He got in controversy and well, probably yeah. got way more subscribers from it. Yeah, no, I mean I, that was very controversial, right? But ended up like him being like, I have proof, of, like that this didn't go down the way. Yeah, yeah it still doesn't matter. Gray. Let's move on. Um, but they're going. They filmed this like six months ago, and they go through the process of like the beauty industry and all this stuff. And then they're doing a collab palette in the thing that they're launching now. But just hearing them talk about how much money you can make in the makeup industry, dude. That's why when every single fan base that they just have. his cut is going to be something like twelve million dollars. Dude, he's people, walk away with. you don't understand. Like, th- there's a reason why every actor or actress rather mm-hmm. has a fragrance brand, and they all want to get to be. Dude, that's how fucking what's her name made all of her money. The uh, Jenner. Kylie, right? No, she's makeup, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's no. like a billionaire because of mm-hmm. that shit. It's crazy. crazy. It's wild. So it's been really fun to watch the next two Should parts drop a makeup today brand right now? now? Oh my gosh. I, would, I, don't, I, don't I don't think we have the following for it. Yeah, I don't know. Third Love really We barely have the following reads, to keep so. the lights on in this place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, so yeah, it's just been interesting. I like Shane Dawson stuff. He did the Tanacon thing. He did the Tanacon thing. And you know what's funny is Shane Dawson to me has always been one of those guys that I'm like, this is not for me, obviously. Like, yeah. I'm not his target audience, a 40-year-old man. But the Tanacon thing, I think, was where he turned a corner. Because I remember him making a movie that was, like, a lot of people were like, this is not a very good movie. Because uh, he, he put it on iTunes and made a ton of money on it. Mm-hmm. And then I think he's tur- he turned a corner where I think he found what he's really good at, which yeah. is, like, the basically yeah. getting into that really deep-dive documentary stuff. Yeah. So, but it's all the, like, so the YouTube drama kind of yeah. vibe, too. Tanacon, Jake Paul. Oh, yeah. That's great. Jeffree Star is controversial, but I don't remember why. Uh, racist comments, I believe. Ah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, there you go. Um, the other movie I watched over the weekend, Dolomite is my name. Oh, oh, I watched that too, and I forgot to write it down. Good job bringing it up. But I thought, I thought you could thank Mr. Yasman for that yeah. for spamming the chat. Uh, it was great. Yeah, 
I love it. Was good. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, it on Netflix now? It's on Netflix. Okay. It had a limited run uh, for a while, I think, because they want to try to get it some academy in theaters. Attention. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, Very limited, I think. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it was like yeah. it's probably the same run that the Irishman is doing. Yeah, it's yeah, super guess. minimal stuff. Where Netflix, it's like, yeah. yeah, they're doing that thing again. Where like we're gonna pick three movies we think has a good chance yeah. of doing it, and we're gonna go out there. So, um, I fucking loved it, and it was so refreshing to see Eddie Murphy have a return to form. Mm-hmm. And by return to form, I mean take the fucking like like take the reins off and make a rated r comedy and mm. make it mean something and and bury yourself in the role and he was very vulnerable and like it's about how he's like you know he's got those moments where he's like they're, they're like who is this overweight guy that's yeah, trying yeah, to be yeah, a sex yeah. symbol and stuff like that and i think he nailed the character and i think he did that character that, that comedian justice i didn't know dolomite was a, was a comic yeah i didn't either i didn't know anything yeah about i didn't know Ru- anything rudy ray moore yeah. i had no idea that he, that was a that was the, like the, a persona yeah. i thought it was just a movie that this guy started yeah. so i didn't know that he had started the whole that that whole thing himself did it not stress you out a whole bunch though? oh yeah because it's like, oh, man, everything going wrong constantly and them constantly running out of money while they're making this movie th- was such a, like, for me of, like, oh, God, this is such a real thing. It's people can experience this. Yeah. I mean, that's what people do. What's funny is that that it's interesting to see that story because that's not the only time you've ever seen that story, right? Uh, the, the the closest analog I have to that in our life is watching Kevin Smith go through that in right. the 90s where he mm-hmm. ran out of money and maxed out a bunch of uh, uh, credit cards and was like, I don't know how I'm going to ever recruit this. There's something about believing in yourself to that much like to that extent and throwing yourself into that wholeheartedly that i just find so unbelievable because i don't have that in me yeah there's nothing in me that would be like risk everything for this i'd be like no i don't i don't have anything i'm not good enough for that but he was just like i believe in this i yeah. know i can do this i know people want it and there's one line in the movie where where uh the people that are trying to that he's trying to get funding from the movie they were like normally if you're gonna make a movie <laughs> You'd have to be a lot bigger than just a local star in this one little, like, ghetto. Yeah. And he goes, what you guys don't understand is this ghetto is everywhere. Like, there's a ghetto in every city like this in America, and I think people are going to respond to this. And the guys just didn't get it. And it's crazy to have that level of, like, foresight and vision. Well, when it starts and he's like, I want to, like, I'm feeling really happy. Like, I think this is the first time he does the Dolomite persona. Yeah. And he, like, is very successful. He he got a big chunk of, like, tips and stuff. And he's taking all his friends out to, like, go and watch a movie. Because he's like, I want to be excited. I want to be happy. He's like, this movie is getting great reviews. And then they go and the humor's not for them. They're all just sitting there being like, this is this is what's you know and that's contrasted with the scene where they're reading the reviews for Dolomite right and it's like oh man no one's gonna go watch this movie and then they go and God I, the well, ending, people didn't get it the critics didn't yeah, get it because yeah, the exactly. critics were like yeah they, they had yeah, the yeah. critics were used to a specific type of comedy right, back right, then right, which right. was not his comedy um, I I really liked it and I and kudos to Eddie Murphy and the yeah. team for that and kudos to like great cast yeah uh, I absolutely thought, uh, uh, what's his name uh, Keenan um, Thompson no. Key Peel, what's Key and Peel, Peel, right? Peel, Key and Michael Key. Thank you. I always want to call him Key and Peel, but yeah, that's they're, not they're that's, two that's two people. That's two people. Yeah, I thought he did a great job, and I thought Wesley Snipes did a great job. Really good job. The director. Where at the end, I was like, I don't like Wesley Snipes, but like I like, like I get the. He's like, there's not going to be a premiere. Yeah, never seeing you people. Yeah, well, don't be back to say that. Yeah, it was so funny, but definitely worth it, and it just reminds you that like. Eddie Murphy has been hibernating in, the, in in these PG mm-hmm. roles for a real long time, and I like Shrek as much as the next person. But mm-hmm. fucking a, start making rated R comedies again because we need them. Mm. That's my final word on that. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I, I want it. It's well. on my list. I didn't Very know it well had made. made it to Netflix yet. Yeah. I thought it was. Still... I wish it was paced a little faster. I, I I didn't mind it. Yeah, because I think that 
it really gave you time to understand and empathize with the character. Yeah. And empathize with the guy who was like, as a person who's getting older in his life and is still chasing after more and more creative endeavors, like right. I, I was like, I, I saw a lot of myself in the character that's like, I haven't quite done the thing that I know I can do yet, uh, which I think as an artist, you always kind of feel that right. way. But him starting in the role that he was at and for Eddie Murphy to play that, like, it, it's so cool because it's a real role. And I, and I mean that in, like, to contrast that with some of the other big celebrities out there right now that, that wouldn't necessarily bury themselves in that character. And a character that starts off as, like, an assistant manager to a, in, in a radio store, record yeah. store. Try, and that first scene where he's trying to get his record played on the radio, but yeah. you don't realize it's not a real radio. It's like, right, it's just the it's store. It's just the store. Like, that stuff is, yeah. uh, spoiler, sorry, um, is so crazy. And then realizing that, like, a lot of people... The other thing that I thought was fascinating was like Snoop Dogg being in it. And Snoop Dogg was in it for a reason because they had taken some of the – well, he kind of credits Rudy Ray Moore for putting that level of like lyrical poetry over music. Yeah. And, and a lot and of people go like – And they at the end. Yeah. They were like he's yeah. actually one of the persons – The grandfather people, of rap. Grandfather of rap. Yeah. Because he started doing the Dolomite thing and it was rhyming and he was doing – it was like raunchy and crazy but it was a sign of the times over music. And people were like, oh, that's interesting. That's cool. And then it evolves into like the hip hop of the, uh, the late 70s and early 80s. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Interesting. Or, l- excuse it. me, mid to late 80s and then early 90s. But uh, yeah, overall, some great acting uh, uh, in the story, like, isn't like really enjoyable. Like, the ending, like, I really, really liked. Uh, Lexi like, was asking, oh. how long is it on Netflix? I'm pretty sure it's going to be on Netflix indefinitely. Netflix uh, yeah, movie. I believe it was yeah. made by Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Netflix, yeah. so you can, you should watch it definitely. It's awesome. Watch it tonight. Also, watch that, and then watch the art of defense, self defense. Actually, watch the art of self defense first, and then watch the light because you'll need to pick me up after the art of self defense. I really want to watch it. It's, Where'd you rent it on? Just Amazon or uh, Comcast? Okay, it on okay, right. but I think it's available everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can that's, that's been on my list for a while. Uh, all right, last thing yeah. we want to talk about things that we've watched. We actually watched this what like two weeks ago, two weeks, yeah, like a while ago. Jojo Rabbit, holy shit. What so a great good. goddamn movie. Uh, yeah, it's really good. If you have a chance to see it, I know that they're doing like a weird kind of rollout release yeah, yeah. for it. According to the paperwork that I got, because we saw it early as a screener, the official release date was the 25th, mm-hmm. which we did the show on the 24th, so we couldn't talk about it till the 25th, and now we're talking about it because I love this goddamn movie. It's it is so phenomenal. Good. It starts out, I want to say, very cartoonish yeah. and like way over the top where we have a little kid like throwing a grenade that bounces back and like blows up in front of him. It doesn't kill him, but it like, it like scars him, uh, and that kind of kicks off the story. Uh, <laughs> Then it slowly becomes more and more serious. Where mm-hmm. at the end, there's still a lot of serious moments that are happening. Yeah, contrasted with very such comedic moments that are so well balanced. Yeah, I cannot recommend this movie enough. Yeah, it is one of my favorite movies of the year for sure. Yeah, we walked out. I was like, "Ooh, yeah, that's definitely going to be in my top five for sure." Yeah. Um, everybody in it was great. A lot of the child, the three like child actors are really, really, good. really, really good. Uh, Sam, also, Sam Rockwell. Who doesn't love Sam Rockwell? He's who doesn't so love Scarjo. Good. Who doesn't love Taika? Like yeah. the cast Everything. is great. Uh, Stephen Merchant is yeah. in it. Stephen Merchant's bad motherfucker. So like, it's such a good cast. A great story. Mm-hmm. The way that they tie things together is really good. What's great is I watching that that troop of like Taika's people. Yeah, and they've done so many what? things together. Like, or he has that style. That's yeah. just I feel like so this troop is slightly like good. It's so different from his normal group of people. Well, Merchant, like, Merchant's a, a, He's a, a Ricky Gervais guy. guy, but they have very similar styles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you guys started talking about that, it reminded me that I started watching extras again over the weekend. Ooh. So fucking funny. So, so funny. So dry. <laughs> um, 
I can't wait for, to watch this movie. I'm, yeah. je- I'm jelly that it's, you guys have seen it. It's so good. Legitimately, it's like, it's sad, but like, it's really like an intense time in the of world. Course. And it's a totally, I think, like a perspective I haven't seen before, like following this kid who's in the Nazi youth and like has been indoctrinated in this world and like all this propaganda is being thrown apart as it slowly comes apart. Like cause it's towards the end of the war when um, like Germany is being like, like they're losing, losing. Yeah. yeah and it's clear to everyone. And like we and the see propaganda machine is in full, full yeah. effect. But like, yeah. well, we're yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Going, we're fine. We're fine. Like, no, we're not. But yeah. like we see adults like be like, no, oh, this is over. We're, we've like we've almost lost. Yeah. lost. Yeah. And it's just so interesting to see like them dive so deeply into it. It's yeah. fast. It's fascinating because Taika picks obviously great projects mm-hmm. and, and the idea of of playing in that world is fascinating and it's hard. That's not mm. an easy thing to do as a filmmaker, yeah. right? Mm. Is to make a kid, a little kid, who is going through the Nazi, uh, the Hitler Youth Program, sympathetic, and like, totally. and then having his best friend be Adolf Hitler, like, or his imaginary, imaginary friend be friend, Adolf yeah. Hitler, is like, man, that's a that is a thin line between this could be great or this could be just not work at all. Yeah. And, but I think I think it, is just I think really really fucking so he's at the well. top of his game yeah, right totally. now. Totally. Yeah. Wasted bandwidth in the chat says Rebel Wilson is funny for the first time in a while. IML. Hey, I hey, feel like they. Hey. Whoa. No. No, <laughs> Nick, you're not you're, speak you're badly of Rebel Wilson this Yes, we will. Melissa McCarthy and Rebel Wilson will not speak badly of. I do not subscribe okay. to that. <laughs> yeah, no, you're the only one on that boat. And it is sinking. Rebel uh, they, she, use she her, was, they use her the perfect amount in this, in my opinion. Yeah. Where it's like enough. Any more would have been annoying. Taste. I know you didn't like Isn't It Romantic. It's not her best movie, but no. she's funny in it. It's. I didn't hate it what as much as I hated some, as much as I hated the hustle. The hustle was terrible. Was really oh, I, I almost watched that this weekend. Don't. D was like, should we watch this? I'm like, no. no. Joey so hated bad. it so much that it uh, we can't watch bad. it. She was. She's great in, like, uh, she's great in as the side characters yep. and stuff. She's great she as was like great the in, Catherine uh, Hahn character. Bridesmaids. Did you ever see that? No. Mm-hmm. So she plays Ooh. in Bridesmaids. It's a great movie. You've never seen Bridesmaids? No, we've. T- I feel like every time I, think I really say like this, it. it it's a really up. good yeah, movie. Yeah, no, it's, it's, so good. it's Paul Feig's probably best movie. Um, I don't like Paul Feig. <laughs> but it's it, but it's this so one works. Good. Yeah, because this is less. It's more of a serious movie that has comical elements. Well, that's not fair. It's 50-50, but it's yeah. a, it's got a lot of heart to it, and the yeah. character is really well written. Did he direct it or did he write it? I think both. Okay. Um, Kristen or Kristen Wiig. But anyway, her roommates are brother and sister and they're like weirdly like look exactly the same but they're not twins I can't remember and one yeah. of them is Rebel Wilson and the other guy that the, the other guy that plays her brother is hilarious yeah, I don't know his name but um, anyway she's I, I thought she was great in that I think she's hilarious oh yeah she's that's Looking that was her breakout yeah. role and I th- I like her in and Pitch Perfect, off, Pitch Perfect like yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah Pitch Perfect she's great she's phenomenal but again not the main character she right. needs to sort of be I Wait, think she same in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. She's not the main character. Yeah. She's a side character that we like yeah. get little glimpses at, and like is really like, oh man, you are so into the lies of yeah. this world. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but someone else. Uh, sorry, I can't find it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Show Not Found says he's uh talking about Taika as like the Kiwi version of Wes Anderson, which I don't disagree with I, at all. It's I think it it's has more self-aware than Wes Anderson. But the is. aesthetic, at least, of this one. I yeah. Feel it, like, I mean, the, when you watch this, you're like, they're definitely, somebody watched Wes Anderson. They yeah. watched Moonrise Kingdom, and they were like, let's make that movie, but with Nazis. What's crazy is that, like, with um, Wes Anderson movies, I feel like a lot of time that aesthetic is the world. Like, it doesn't dive, like, it's very realistic to that world where it's like, if something's going wrong, like, the hero's going to come in and, like, say, you know, 
save everyone in the last second and, mm-hmm. and it like fits in where this like it starts out and there's so much like crazy things that are happening that are so cartoonish cartoonish mm-hmm. that like it, it kind of like you don't exactly understand what's going to happen and, and I think it does a, a decent job of throwing things out there where it's like oh shit this is super serious yeah and like changes the tone of the whole movie yeah. but like it does it very well well, I mean, I, I imagine I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. I imagine that's that that's that was who he was going for, right? When you have a character, we have a main character who's a boy and he's a, he has an imaginary character that's Adolf Hitler. At some point, that movie's gonna get real. Yeah. Well, Wes Anderson movies don't ever do that. Wes Andersons are right. like they're like that's what I'm saying. It stays they're, in that they're fantasy. surreal yeah. the entire time, yeah, yeah, yeah. but for a reason, and that's just the style. It's like it's like you know reading a kid's book, right? Uh, which right, is right, good, right, yeah. Um, but it's it's so it's interesting to see that style yeah. being used and mm-hmm. then divulging. Where things become real, where it's not like in Moonrise Kingdom when like the dudes in the like the Lighthouse. crazy tower mm-hmm. and like doesn't fall off to his death, you know? Yeah. yeah. To be fair though, if someone says, "Hey, you if you're com- if you're being compared to Wes Anderson in a good way," yeah, that's fine. It's good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, if someone says, "Hey, you yeah. nailed the Wes Anderson style," yeah. like fucking thanks, man, because he's awesome. And uh, a- another place that I really feel like this movie shines, where I haven't seen um, Taika Waititi's movies quite shine this way, is I feel like a lot of shots are beautiful and really well thought out. Like, there's a lot of moments that where they're, like, introducing slow-mo, and it's very much all on purpose, where I, I don't I don't think I, I can say... He did that a lot in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, but, like, m- like movies... I guess the, the other one was, like, What We Do in the Shadows, where yeah. it's, like, Ugh, that movie is good. very yeah, funny, very but it's not shot, like, super well, you know? Like, no, I, and it, that's it not to def- take away from it. It was definitely lower budget, yeah. for sure. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. And I'm so bummed that they're turning... I, I wanted them to do a sequel movie. I know that I think it's going to be a series now. Yeah. There's supposed to be a sequel effects? movie... Called We're Wolves, right? Yeah, We're Wolves. But I don't think they're doing but it But there anymore. is a series that's, like, that is... It's not happening right now, right? Yeah. What is the guy that was the wolf in that movie? What's his name? I don't remember. Fuck. Well, I don't remember that. I, I always forget his name, and but I the think he's one of the funniest bad. comedic actors working right now. The series is not bad at all, and I, I recommend it. Oh, it's yeah. out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, shit, it's out, and the first season's done. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, Reese Darby, yeah, thank you, yeah, Titan Meter. Yeah. Uh, Petey Popoff oh, also went, uh, mentions just to go back to the Grand Budapest uh, Hotel gets really ve- uh, very real at the end as well. Yeah, it does. That's it true. Does. That's true. Yeah. But as like, but it's, as like it's a post same... credit like yeah. text thing. Yeah. Right. Where it's like we don't really. Well, I think the, at the end. No, even at the, the story. E- even at the end when you realize the man telling the story is also zero and all that stuff like that gets very like depressing and sad at the end and it's uh, yeah. it's a very real moment. But to be fair, those moments in the, those types of movies from Wes Anderson are very uh-huh. few and few far, and far between. Yeah, between, absolutely. And they're usually held until the very end of the movie. It's mm-hmm. like a lot of comedic buildup to a kind of guttural punch at the end, which is what well, he's I, more known for. Well, I will say that Life Aquatic, having, wa- going back, having gone back and watched that, I like I think six, six seven months ago, very depressing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Absolutely. It's, I love that movie oh, so oh, no, much. No, no, no. It's, yeah. a, it's a great, great movie. movie. Yeah. But the, ma- but your, the main character is like. Oh, he's like super broken. I mean, yeah. like for multiple very reasons because yeah. it, you know it's a story about a dude that like had an amazing career and then just kind of gotten comfortable in the fame yeah, of it yeah, and yeah. like his team handles all that stuff and what happens when like you lose your best friend slash like doer guy that like handles everything mm. you know Sad I love Life Aquatic it's a great movie but like I wouldn't say like I feel like the ending is like the opposite where it doesn't get serious and like they all come to make a decision of like let's let this thing live like it's mm. not about revenge you know yeah yeah um yeah, Jojo Rabbit, I cannot recommend enough. You should definitely go watch it if yeah. the scre- it's like screening by your house somewhere. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, really quick before we get into the next segment, I watched uh, BoJack season oh, BoJack Horseman season six part one. Uh, on Friday night. It's the final season, right? It's the first half of right. the final season. Uh, the second half comes out in January, I believe. Uh, yeah, that show, is, that season's fucking dark, and it gets very real. Uh, there's a interesting point where I think they focus just on, like, one character for each episode for, like, the first half, and mm-hmm. I think that's just to kind of, like, bring us back to see where these people are at a couple months after the events of the end of the season five. Uh, I don't know if this is as good as season five. I think season five is like really, really uh, gets goes places that I think hasn't like been successfully like done in other TV shows. But uh, the first episode of uh, season six and the kind of last episode, the the cliffhanger that it ends on, are just fucking phenomenal. Uh, and there's a episode um, that gets very real about how to handle like how people realistically handle depression um and not in like the crazy way that bojack does it but just in like the kind of day-to-day doing your stuff at home like whatnot uh it's yeah it's very depressing and i watched all eight episodes in a row and that was a bad choice but i really enjoyed it so i recommend watching bojack horseman season six I think I watched the first three seasons, and I really want to jump back in. I, got, I just queued it up on my show. Netflix. The, finally, yeah. I, yeah, I watched the uh, little preview that came with it, the trailer, and I was like, all right, yeah, this is a show for me. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, was just, I just laughed at Joy because I was talking shit about her in the chat. Why? Stop talking to the chat. Season, But yeah, season five is where it's like, <laughs> holy shit, <laughs> I did not so expect this show to go to like these, these. dark corners of his brain. And yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's a phenomenal show. I guess now it's time for some quick news. New, 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 news. News. Our first story, really, like, these are all, like, very short stories, so we can get our, our main topic. But uh, Stranger Things Season 4 unlikely to premiere till, uh after summer of 2020, which is a bummer because it sounds like it's not even going to. That's over a year after Season 3, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, all those kids are. That's probably a scheduling. I, I imagine. I imagine it's a scheduling Didn't and also like they're full, right like developing the story, and like take your time. Take your time. Make this because season three I fucking loved. loved. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Uh, kids, kids all go to high school or whatever. Great. Good. We'll or begin college. shooting January <laughs> and will likely <laughs> wrap in August of 2020. So it's like there's it no chance. By, they'll have it rolled out by Halloween. You think so? Probably. That's so quick. And like post. this is very yeah. visually heavy, yeah, like a right. very visually heavy show. But like, did season one come out like in the winter? It was Christmas, right? Because of the lights what and stuff. Yeah, was yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So maybe they yeah, go back no, to that. I think it was winter. No, I want to say it was Halloween time. It was winter, then or Halloween. Maybe November. No, because it was this year. No, uh, season, season one. one. Oh, season one. And then sorry. it took Let's one year see. break, right? And when, then we when did the last three. season come out? It was Fourth of July. Yeah, that's Fourth of July. Yeah. I'm fine with And it. that was also follows the, the show. It could be a Christmas time thing or like oh, a New Year's time thing. Just, you know what? Like, take your time with the Duffer Brothers. 15th. Wait, what? Season one was July 15th. Oh, they've always been summer, oh, huh? Oh, interesting. Well, no, it was definitely... Season two was definitely season October. Season two was October 27th. Yeah. Uh, and then season three, three was July You have to July. imagine that they're trying to yeah. they're trying their best to keep this on a Halloween schedule, but... I, if this movie, if this show wants to take its time, I'm fine to wait. Yeah. They, with season three being as good as it was, like I'm down to wait and get more. Uh, let's move on to our next story. HBO Max will be free f- to HBO subscribers, but only if you have AT&T. 
Just wanted to put this out there for people. Like, Fuck if you, you, HBO. Yeah, I know. It sucks, man. Like, God damn it. AT&T sucks. Well, you know, I'm on Verizon, which means I get Disney+. Plus. Yeah, what it's true up? for a year. What up? Wait, is it AT&T yeah. phone or AT&T cable? Cable. Okay. Let me double check that. I'm though. sure it's AT- Well, it might be. Phone. Uh, the streaming. Because Disney's Cause doing now the Verizon it's like, thing. It's all mixed it's up. It's all so the same shit. It's a streaming knows. service, yeah. It just says AT&T <laughs> customers will get HBO Max for free. Maybe I mean, it's for anything. But only if they already subscribe for eight, uh, already HBO subscribers. So no, it is the 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 Direct TV or whatever it's called. Yeah, interesting. Universe, um, and you already have to be paying for the HBO subscription. So it's like, is that free? Or are so they this now going to benefit a very small percentage very small of people? Percent. Yeah. What's that crazy to me is that like. Great. This isn't like they're not trying to add on all the other HBO like subscribers. You would think if you had Go or Now, uh-huh. they would make some sort of bundle or maybe give it to you free. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Warner Media is giving its 10 million AT and T customers who already subscribe for HBO either through pay TV or HBO Now free access to HBO Max when it launches. I mean. Doesn't it just make sense to get rid of like HBO Go and HBO Now and just merge and it just all have, into one? Yeah, HBO Max. I mean, if they can get yeah. the people to pay for both, and Go. I'll be honest with you. The one Now and Go, it's ones like ones ones you can stream if Go, you have the account. And Go is like you just have to have. No, no. Now you you pay for it. it's like a ten dollars service, right. and HBO Go is like okay, you've got Comcast and you pay for it, but you so can you also get HBO it. Go account. Yeah, yeah, you can stream it. Crazy. Apparently, tomorrow yeah. we get official plans for HBO Max. Great announcement. I'm excited to hear what price points they will come at. They Did better be that? low because everyone else is. There was an article. I don't know if you have it in here, but there was an article where uh, Netflix is backing off comedy specials. Oh, no. I did not see yeah, that. Yeah. So they were like, uh, evidently, they were like, we're going to pull back. Because the comedy specials for Netflix is really easy and like, yeah. like relatively, yeah. I don't want to say cheap, but like I mean, not production-intensive I mean, yeah, like, way of getting yeah. in celebrities and having their faces be there. And so I guess they're going to pull back <laughs> on that. Because they've been paying people like $20 million special. And then they got a wor- well, they got really big names like Dave Chappelle. And uh, like, I got every, didn't Eddie Murphy also do a deal recently? He's got to deal with them, yeah. yeah. Um, he has, hasn't come out yet. But right, but like still, like that, that's why they're paying so much because these are huge names. But prior to Netflix having uh, releasing all these specials, HBO used to be one of the premier right. brands. Oh, yeah. well, they still are to a yeah. degree. Like HBO and Showtime still put out specials as is Comedy, uh, Comedy Central. But they they, they like uh, got a quote from the guy from HBO, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not doing that. We're not paying <laughs> a fucking bunt that much money. We're going to wait this out. But like, we'll get people back to our platform when this when the pricing goes back. Yeah, there's down no way it's sustainable. It's not sustainable. And now Netflix is backing off of it, which makes sense. Yeah, but I also think that like Netflix has been in the news a lot because of that stuff, like them announcing Dave Chappelle. Oh, they know. Coming back to stand up, yeah. you know, like so, like yeah, those big budgets that they're, they're putting aside certainly has gotten a lot of attention and eyes. Yeah, what on, they said, what they said they were going to do is is uh, scale back on the bigger ones, yeah. and still continue to do like the smaller, smaller ones, like the stand. There's yeah. like now, right now, there's I think there's two series. There's like the stand ups, and there's like the comedy something that I just saw that was exact same format. Yeah, where it's fifteen yeah. minute sets, which I think is good. That's those are great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's yeah. quick enough to like leave you interested for more. Well, it's also easy for younger talent to develop 15 minutes right. than it is for them to develop an hour, as we saw with like Jenny Slate, who does not have enough time to develop that much material. Mm. Like oh, maybe she does. I don't want to put words in her mouth, but like she's it, it's getting an hour. That's a quality hour special. You have to be a stand-up comic. That is what you do for a job. Right. If you're not, if you're a movie star, it's not going to happen. So I think this is a cooler way to get people on that could do 15 minutes, 30 minutes, and be good. So speaking about Netflix. Our last story for today 
Netflix testing variable playback speeds, presumably for serial killers. That is just editorializing at the end, but like variable playback speeds. Yeah. So on Android, you can like fast forward through it. So you can play it at one and a half times speed. And that just seems crazy. I understand for podcast. I mean, I don't understand. I know that people do it for podcasts. Yeah. But why would you ever do that for like a Netflix, something on the Netflix, only, a movie? The, a I TV feel like sh- people would use it for comedy specials. That that's a but horrible like the, idea. That's, but I don't know like, why. Yeah, but I feel like because the it's of the joke. exactly. But I feel like because it's there's not a lot of I don't know because it's just one person speaking. I feel like that's the only thing you could really use it for. So uh, Android Police revealed that Netflix, Android Police is a website. Thank you. <laughs> uh, revealed that Netflix has been testing variable playback speeds on Android devices, which allow viewers to slow down to half X, no, 0.75 X, or raise it to 1.25 or 1.5. All this means <laughs> is that when, when I go to all of my relatives' houses... They're going to be watching content at 1.25 and speeds not and not know they're yeah. doing it. And then I'm going to try to turn it off. They're going to go, no, we like it like this. It's going to be that in true motion. Everything's going to be super fast oh, and super smooth. Way. And no one's going to understand what the fuck's going on. <laughs> but it's just going to be colors coming out your face and they're going to love it. Hard pass. It just seems like there's n- – I can't imagine a reason – like. If you're watching a documentary, maybe, and like you want to watch it, the only in thing 45 that, minutes instead of an hour, maybe the only thing I could think that would where it would benefit my life is when I have to watch the Star Wars prequels. Because man, I'd like to speed those fucking things up a little bit. <laughs> uh, I, I can also imagine of like uh, if there's a new season of show coming out, right? And uh, recapping the old, like season. recapping and just. But going why not watch it. a three minute recap that like Netflix has always been good about doing recaps before, like you know? Yeah, I mean, you have to imagine like this technology is not that hard for them to roll. Out and so they're like, well, okay, why not? I, I, because it's a bad idea to ever for like, like dude, give it, someone the option to do this. I, I think this is the funniest thing. It's like, I, 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 the other day I was listening to a podcast and I accidentally clicked on that button, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's happening? Did it, but it didn't make it better for you. I <laughs> no, just, it's weird and yeah, off putting. Okay. It's very I, strange. I don't understand why people do it with podcasts. I get the like the idea behind I, of like, oh, I only have an hour. If you're watching a podcast, yeah. like if you're NPR's news. And you don't want you want to just speed through to hear the stories. I get yeah. it. Yeah, sometimes people just talk really slow, and it's nice to just like speed through that shit. Yeah, like I like so every once in a while I'll pop on, but like I'm gonna listen to pol- political news, and I'm like I, I need it to be faster. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So I can yeah. see that. But sometimes shows are like three hours, and you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, like, but like, said, I, I like, get so into that. Like I'm I'm yeah. totally down for NPR three hour long shows, mm. which I don't think like at the most like an hour and a half. Right? Doesn't matter. I enjoy NPR, and like whenever I listen to those as podcasts, I'm never like, "Oh man, I wish this was half as like like long." Yeah. Do you, do you do the NPR news though? Yeah. Well, yeah. Where yeah, it's yeah, just like it's like quick news beats. Yeah, and I'm, to- I'm totally fine to listening to that at full speed. Know. I know. Everyone wants everything faster. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather just fast forward yeah. through stuff than speed through it, but. Let me know in comments if you're interested in doing the like faster version of, of Netflix to watch movies or what let me know what you would use it for I'm curious about that yeah yeah alright folks giving Barrett a second to run back to the desk because it's time for some ads and our first ad today is untuck it the holidays are almost here and you know what that means gifts uh, and what better gift to give the guy in your life than a stylish shirt that fits just right Unlike most brands, untucked shirts are actually designed to be worn untucked, which is awesome. 
because some people don't look good when the shirt is tucked in and they've got a belt on and then they pull it out and they're like, oh, look at the bottom. It looks silly because it's not meant to be worn this way. Untucked. Untuck it. Shirts are always um, fall at the or always fall at the right length, no matter the size. He looks so casual and sharp. No, so he looks so casual and sharp. Ever see an untucked button down? They look bad. Why? Because they weren't meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, the original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked. And with uh, the holidays near, there's no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade. With more than 50-plus fit combination, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. Tim loves the fit and look of these shirts. Being able to look good and feel comfortable is not a compromise Tim is often on the wrong, uh, right side of. But no more. With Untuck It, you can find your favorite Untuck It style online or check out uh, one of their 80 brick-and-mortar stores. <clears throat> Choose from styles like wrinkle-free button-down, um, super soft flannels, which are my favorite. Uh, outerwear uh, wear and more when untuck it uh, with untuck it your shirts will never look baggy bulgy too long or too big again that's my problem they always look way too long because you know i'm bigger and i have to get bigger shirts and they're made for taller people untuck it fixes all that and their website is easy to use they can even they even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your perfect fit so whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying uh, to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit UntuckIt.com and use code MORNING <laughs> for 20% off at checkout. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com and promo code MORNING to get 20% off. Our next ad is Escape the Invasion. Ever wonder what you'd do if you found yourself in the middle of a post-apocalyptic world that has been ravished by deadly virus inflicted by aliens? I know I have. <laughs> Looking for a unique date or game night that gets you off your devices and truly <laughs> interacting with each other? You've got to check out Escape the Invasion because they just announced the launch of their new post-apocalyptic-themed subscription box from the makers of Hunt a Killer, the popular true crime mystery subscription game that Greg and Jen really enjoyed, comes Escape the Invasion, the sci-fi game where you are a survivor on a rapidly dying Earth after an alien invasion. The plot is as follows. You find refuge in a government bunker, but is it safer than the outside world? Can you trust your fellow survivors? You think you're safe now that you found refuge, but there's a council that creates and controls every aspect of life in the bunker. What will you choose? Freedom or safety? It's a tough one. You know, because you're safe. Or be free. <laughs> With Escape the Invasion, you will receive a box of clues, physical items, and evidence each month. It's up to you to piece um, it all together, solve the mysteries, and save humanity. Not everything is as it seems in this challenging game where you must decide who to trust. Your decisions will determine the fate of uh, the story, the bunkers, and maybe even humanity itself. It's been called an escape room delivered to your door where Fallout meets aliens. That's pretty cool. 
Escape the Invasion is a great way to get off your phones and connect with your friends. Or if you prefer a solo adventure, you can interact with their online community uh, to swap theories and help others out. Right now, just for our listeners, you can get uh, you can go to escapetheinvasion.com slash morning for 20% off your first box. That's escapetheinvasion.com slash morning for 20% off your first box. Escapetheinvasion.com slash morning. Can you survive the alien apocalypse? I think I can. I know Barrett can. A little tough guy. No, you got it, Barrett. Don't wait, no, Barrett. Don't you shake your head, no. <laughs> Our last ad today is Away. Away creates thoughtful pr- uh, products designed to change how you see the world. They start with the perfect suitcase crafted with features that make... Uh, travel more seamless. Now they offer a range of essentials that solve real travel problems so that you'll have to think about... So you'll have to think about... Sorry. So all you'll have to think about is where you're headed next because getting away means more... Getting more out of every trip to come. I have it right here. It's a luggage. See this, bear? that looks. Look, here's... Barrett, let me show you my favorite part, Barrett. Uh, you pull up the handle, right? Right, right, right. Uh-huh. All right, all right. Uh-huh. And then there's a little flick thing. And then you press what? What is that? It's a battery. That's great. How cool is that? You just have. It's great for people like me whose phone's always dying because I always forget to charge it at exactly. night. Exactly. Or if you're living anywhere in California, they just keep turning the power off on us. <laughs> do you want to take this in case they uh, turn our power this off? This is actually Greg Miller. Tim Geddes has the blue version. He's had it for a year. He actually bought it before we got the sponsorship, mm-hmm. and he loves his very much. It is the only luggage he will use, he's told me. I walk by it because there's one a few blocks from my apartment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a store, and every time I walk by, I'm like, oh, should I pull the trigger? I don't know. I'm going to wait to see what Greg Miller thinks, too. We already have our Tim Geddes approval. And I pretty much trust anything Tim says. You know? and also, to be honest, if Tim's approved of it, it's, it, it's, it that's I a know. good seal of approval. Yeah. He's, he's, well, they he so much. he's a high everything. bar yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've sat there and just like, he's just staring at a screen with a product in front of it and he's like, not today. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's not forever. Echo Chloe in the chat also loves her away suitcase. They have the four 360 degree spinning wheels guaranteed mm-hmm. for a smooth ride because two is not enough. not enough. So that's when you can do this thing. Oh, yeah. You it were doing that a lot so earlier. so much easier to move around. That's actually a big deal for me. That and the, uh, the optional... Uh, battery so cool like we're in the future guys they got a battery like embedded into this damn thing you can just pop out whenever you need I love it because batteries something I always forget next year it also comes with a removable laundry bag to separate dirty clothes from clean clothes that's a no brainer that I love having to be able to do that like just incorporate into the bag that's awesome. Free shipping on any away order within the U.S., Europe, and Australia. Uh, Want to see it for yourself? You can shop everything away at their stores in New York, Austin, L.A., San Francisco. That's here. Boston, Chicago, and London. So they're all over the place. Uh, Tim loves his carry-on. Its thoughtful design makes it easy to always have a place to charge your phone. Uh, wheels that don't <laughs> stick. Laundry bags. For dirty clothes, a built-in lock that the TSA won't question. The the way this suitcase is constructed really solves for a lot of little headaches that you uh, had to learn 
to live with when traveling. For $20 off a su- uh, suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash morning. Use promo code morning during checkout. That's $20 off a suitcase when you visit awaytravel.com slash morning. Use promo code morning during checkout. Now let's get to our big topic today, guys. We this big topic. Top favorite horror movies, guys. Ooh, I got Wanna my do list. Top five horror movies for you Tis guys. This season for Halloween, right around the corner. Screaming, if Absolutely. you know what I mean. Now here's here's the problem I have is that everyone in my neighborhood parted for Halloween this last weekend. this last weekend. Yeah, it seems dumb. Mm-hmm. Really? I'm like, why don't you party next weekend? But like, I guess, is November no good? Uh, yeah, people are ridiculous. But I. I, I feel like we're going to rage on Thursday night. And by Are rage, you? I mean... Oh I, yeah, no, I feel like you're not going to come to whatever party we have. No, oh, you're no. going to the punchline. Yeah. 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 Oh, that ends at 10. You're going to come by after You're gonna no. come going to come from punchline? Yeah, see? All the way here. No, no, he said no. Home. He said no. No, no, no. I'm not even co- coming close to committing to see, that. See, this is why we don't invite you sometimes. Nick. You guys always invite me because you know I'm fun to party with. <laughs> but you don't when come to parties. Anyway, except that one time for Andy's birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But we get party uh, we get party extra life this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you did. I can't tell I can't tell if you're being serious or not. Um So these yeah. lists are in no particular order or do you guys have it ranked one? I, I don't, don't have, have any particular one. order. Also, ranked. I couldn't narrow it down to five. Neither could I, I have ten on my list. Do you seven. really? <laughs> I said five. I have yeah. seven with an alternate three. <laughs> oh my god, so you have done two. You have done two. I only did five because I understand I'm how not rules work. Directions. God damn There's I hate too you guys. many good ones, you know? Alright, well let me start hearing a couple. You want to start with my list? Uh, we'll just start shooting some out. Yeah. So let me see what I got on my list. Hold on. Daddy's got to open it. Uh, top of my list, the one that I always think of when I go, hey, I want to watch a cool horror 80s sci-fi movie is John Carpenter's The, the Thing. Thing. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. I, this movie is slow and methodical and really like in the tension build. And I love it. And I think it's Kurt Russell in a role that he doesn't really do that often where he's kind of like the, the fucked up character that's quiet. Mm-hmm. Um more Clint Eastwood than he is John Wayne, yeah. I guess, in this one. Uh, it's Keith David's great in it. The cast is cool. It's a great concept. I love anything that is a horror movie where people just can't, no matter what, they're just isolated by the environment. Yeah. So it's not like they can just leave. They're not in a city. They're in the middle of the fucking, like, sn- the Arctic snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they find this thing that starts killing them one by one. And it is messed up. And I'll never forget when I was a kid, I was terrified of the way the thing uh, moves and pops oh, out absolutely. and like forms yeah, out yeah, of like yeah. the rib cages of the thing. And the you're like, teeth? oh my God, that's so oh, terrifying. God, then man. I watched it again like maybe two years ago and I was like, nope, still scary. Oh yeah, no, really, really scary. it. Yeah. <laughs> Beautifully done with practical effects. Um, John, one of John Carpenter's classic, classic, classic horror movies. And one of the, for, I think it was the first or second time he'd worked with Kurt Russell. And then they of course collaborated on, I think before that was Skate from New York and then The Thing and then of course Big Trouble in Old China, which is one right. of my all-time favorite movies. Um, I love it. And I actually thought that what they did with the quote-unquote remake, which ended up being, um, spoilers, a prequel, um, yeah. was kind of cool, too, with Is Mary Elizabeth Winston. I don't, I don't know if it was spoilers or not, but I, uh, but it was. I, th- I think a lot of people went in thinking, hey, this is going to be yeah, the- tied to it. Or I, th- I thought maybe I, I went in thinking it was going to be a reboot, and it was the story of <laughs> the Russian. How they had, get the, the actual so it ends finding with, it. Yeah, which is really, really cool. I like that concept, too. So yeah. I highly recommend it. I didn't realize it was an actual remake of an old movie called The Thing, either. Right. Until a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. But it changes a lot from that movie. Yeah. 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 Um, love that. That's my first performance. Second, uh, and probably the top on my list 
of all time horror movies. And I don't know if you. This is where this is where a lot why, why there's a lot of movies on my list. Horror like, is a weird, I wouldn't think yeah. of this as a horror movie, but uh-huh. it's one of my all time favorite movies because it's horror sci fi action. Mm-hmm. Aliens, oh, not so alien. Good. Aliens. Aliens. Now, it I pains me to one. say because I feel like Alien. The Ridley Scott's going to be her classic is the classic of the movies. But really? James, yes. I would say you look at that, that's, that, that is horror sci fi. That's a horror movie. Yeah. Aliens is more so of an good, action, action movie. It's so but it has horror elements and sure. it's got a lot of sci fi elements. And I think those were probably almost evenly mixed, if not a little less in the horror, because after a certain point, it just becomes, it becomes action. Action. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a James Cameron classic, and I think it is the better made film. I, dare I say, largely because it had bigger budget, and James Cameron was benefited from all of that. I, I feel like the small budget of the first movie like didn't affect it uh, it's that a, much it's a, it's because little... it's such a tight, yeah, but like, space and like. You watch it back now, and some uh-huh. of the stuff at the end with the alien and the costume was like, okay, sure. that's a dude in a costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but Aliens was so well done, and the fact so that they good. took it up a notch and were like, I just love the way it starts. I love that they find her adrift in space, mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, we got, we need you to go back to this this colony or, or this planet. And she goes, we, we can't go back there. And, and they're like, well, we need you to go back because we put a colony on there. And she's like, why the fuck would you do that? And they're like, oh, by the way, we lost contact with them. So we need your help. And she's like, everyone's going to fucking die if we go there. It's so good. And you know from the get-go that it ain't going to end well. No. It's just not going to end well. So good. And you it's got Michael Bean in it from Prime Terminator. Prime Bill Paxton. Oh, Prime Bill Game Paxton. Over, also man. from Terminator. Gosh, uh, so good. Great. Bill Paxton. Uh, great cast. The whole team cool is concept. so Dude, good. And the production design is unbelievable. Yeah. And then for number three to start with, like just immediately killing off I hated people. That. Or it was like, why would you do this? I, Could I, you not get them? Could you not figure out some other solution? Three yeah. is actually uh, so. I it, like three. I, I don't like know that three. I've ever seen three. It's a really. I even like Resurrection. If I'm being honest. <laughs> I died. Uh, is that it's, the more recent one? It's a harder one? Yeah. one to watch. It's a harder one to get through. It was Joss Whedon, thankfully. I, I grew up watching that, that movie, I don't though. Think it's, I hated it. It's not good, but it's Winona Ryder and like yeah. Sigourney Weaver is oh, like no. a clone that has the alien DNA in her, so she's like super powerful. Um, cool concept. Yeah. Not very well executed. Three was, I think, more stylish. The, like, it's, it's a lot of it's, it's a lot of good stuff in three. I don't think it quite came together, but they obviously were like, "We got to figure out a way to get Sigourney Weaver back by herself in a in a weird and, yeah. and like dangerous environment." And so, putting her on a prison planet with the alien and having there just yeah. be one alien was cool. I mean, it's a cool premise. Cool I premise. just it, it's one of those things where it like pisses you off because you care about these characters so much. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I think I forget it was either Finch, David Lynch, or Fincher that directed that. I think it was Fincher. Um, no, Lynch. Um, Guess we're in a budget for it, so some of the effects aren't even finished right, and stuff right. like that. So it's not a hundred percent there. But Aliens uh, was a movie I remember distinctly seeing in, in the theaters, and it fucking terrified me when I was a kid. Yeah, so it good. was so scary and so well done, and just cool, cool movie. Absolutely. Uh, do we want to continue down my list, or do you guys want to throw in there? Um, why don't you give me two more of your list? Uh, okay, so I will go to my next pick, which is a Joel Schumacher classic. You've heard me talk about it before, ladies and gentlemen. Kiefer Sutherland, one of the main characters. The Corys, two of the other main characters. The oh. Lost Boys. That's <laughs> a great one. I, I did not know that was Joel Schumacher. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. Wow. I love this movie great so one. much. I can't tell you. 
set in Santa, uh, not Santa Clara. Santa Cruz? No. Oh, Santa Clara, I think is where they, they decided to set it. I don't think it was a real city. I think it was a fictitious city. But it was supposed to be Santa Cruz, yeah, basically. It's Santa they called Cruz. it something else. Yeah. Um, I think Walking actually, on that bridge. I think it was so, actually shot in Santa yeah. Cruz as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, these two, this family, this mother and their two sons moved to town. And this town, it turns out, is overrun by vampires. And they just, the, the main brother becomes a vampire, but he's not quite a vampire yet because he hasn't done his first kill yet. And he hasn't drunk blood yet. And it's so good. And it's got, uh, it's just got, it's got, it's a classic. So Back in the good. 80s, there were, there were the movies, there were this group, these two guys called the Corys. They were the two Corys. It's Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. And man, they made lots of great movies together. Were they fucked up? Yes. Were they on a lot of drugs? Yes. Did I know it at the time? No, because I was like four. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this is a classic, classic two Corys movie. So good. It's so good. It's a great pick. God. Uh, oh, Jamie. Uh, yeah, Jamie Gertz. Ah, oh, she was fantastic too. I had a huge crush on her. Um, so definitely recommend watching that. Uh, and I'll go through it. I'll, I'll do two more of mine so we can. Well, what else am I gonna? You know what? I'll I want to do there. five. I'll yeah. throw this out there. These are my ne- these are my final two. Okay. As you're doing your whole list. I'll just do five. Okay. And then we'll Well, we'll I was gonna do five, 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 and then go back through you guys. Okay, we'll do my we'll do my we'll do two more on my five then. Uh that's not math. It doesn't matter. I think you have one. Two more uh, No, because I've only done three. Oh, you've done three? Okay. So I have two more. Okay. I think that's math. That's fine. Uh a movie that I saw when I was a child that I expected thoroughly to be a cheesy B movie. And have loved it the second the second I started watching, I was like, I can't believe how good this movie is. And it is to me one of the classic and probably most underrated movies ever made in the genre. Tremors. Oh fuck yes, Tremors. Tremors. Oh my god. Yeah. A Kevin Bacon classic. A so movie that has good. stars Kevin one. Bacon and Fred Ward, I think, is the other yeah. guy, and no one else. I think the dad from uh, Reba McIntyre, thank you Reba very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you have, if you're not familiar with this, small town so good. in the middle Tremors of the is desert, so good. Starts getting attacked by these weird uh, uh, primeval, or not primeval. Uh, this weird. It's very subterranean. It's unclear what they giant are. Giant warm snake them. things, and they respond to the. So if you walk, they respond to the tremors of your feet. And, it's, and they also make tremors. And when they, they make move tremors. Around. Yeah. And it's so good. Yeah. And it's so. It's a perfect level of this is really scary, and and campy. Like any but good it's so horror. Fun. Any good horror film that has that is it, it relies on a monster has to have that that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing for this is that you can't walk on the ground. Right. Mm-hmm. So some movies are like you can't make sound. So, you know, uh, uh certain movies are like you can't make you can't move. You can't because the thing will find anything, you right. You can't you see anything. Close your eyes. This yeah. one is mm-hmm. if you if your foot hits the ground, it's like the game of lava when you're yeah. a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a the great foot, moment when they're all standing on these giant rocks where it's like fuck what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> and Pole the rocks, vaulting all yeah. over the place. Yeah, it's and it's so it's comical. But it's scary, and there's great deaths, and there's great the way they beat the things is great. Yeah, yeah. isn't it's they, really fun. Isn't don't they um don't they suck people down and leave their skin <laughs> sometimes? I don't. I think that might have been, so. been a sequel. That might have been a sequel. In this yeah. one, all they have the 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 bigger snakes that come out and grab yeah, you yeah, and drag yeah, you the under tentacles. Yeah, and, and they then, have the little yeah. things that come yeah. out too. And it's you know, and like they kill one. The first one they kill haphazardly is by just running, and it, it right nails, it hits it, a it rock. Can't, it can't tell that it's going to hit that like the concrete embankment. Yeah, is great. And then there's the other one where you think that Reba and the guy from the dad from uh, I want to say Family Ties, is uh, that him? Yes, maybe. You think they're gonna die because they're like in the bunker, but it turns out they have enough firepower to kill the thing. Oh yeah, because they have like all this gunpowder and shit. Yeah, it's so good. It's just a really yeah, well made movie. It's, it's really well made. They have such a fun dynamic, Kevin Bacon and the other guy. 
Like they're just like these rowdy ass yeah. cowboys. Yeah, they're so fun. <laughs> yeah, there's also six of them. I think. Yeah, yeah. I um, only acknowledge the first. I think one. Kevin was only in the first one. Yeah. Kevin oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Because yeah, yeah. he was like, I can't do this. Uh, and then, so definitely recommend that one. And then the final movie on my list is a movie that I just think is one of the, because of the actual fact that it, it is self-aware and turns the the, the genre of horror movies like it, it's it's a commentary on that. Oh, interesting. Uh, is Scream. Oh, okay. Cool. I, yeah. Love this movie mostly because it's it's the first movie that is a is, it's a horror movie made for people who like filmmaking. It's got the Jamie Kennedy character in there the entire mm-hmm. time who was narrating and saying yeah. this these are all the tropes like watch out for all these tropes and it was the first time I remember like even being like having that concept put in my brain of like oh wait yeah there are these weird formulaic things where like the virgin never dies and right. the people that are having yeah. sex do this and like don't go to bed and don't do this and no don't go off by yourself. And I just thought it was so clever. And then, of course, if you haven't seen Scream, I don't want to spoil the ending for you. But it's got one of the best twist endings ever in a horror movie. Um, and it's got a great cast. And it's such a sign of the times. It's yeah. such a it 90s really movie. Is. It's got Skeet Ulrich in it. Oh, and my Nev gosh. Campbell. And uh, Drew, Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. And, like, this is a, sp- a slight <laughs> spoiler for people who haven't seen the movie. But, of course, one of the most amazing things they did with this was they... They marketed really it as a marketed. Drew Barrymore movie. Right. Yeah. And then she dies like Psycho 10 minutes into the fucking yeah, movie. And you're like, uh, okay. And it's gruesome. Yeah. Really gruesome. Uh, so one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I, I, I thought was in it. I thought you were going to say Kevin in the Woods. Which no. Is, I'm throwing shout outs to Kevin in the Woods. Kevin that's in the Woods on my list. That's a shout yeah. out. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. So we can transition well, let's there. Let's hear yeah, more about your list. Kevin in the Woods. Kevin in the let's woods. talk about it. Because going off of yours, like when they talk about all of the tropes and stuff like right. that that are in movies and stuff like this. Just the way the whole thing is set up, I think it's almost more fun to watch it the second time around when you know what's happening and you can see the way that they've woven all of these things into the story, but without you knowing. So fun. What a good cast. You get Chris Hemsworth years and years before he was good because they held that movie for like two or three years, I think, before they released it. Uh, And it's a Joss Whedon movie, right? It's uh, Joss Whedon and what's his name? Um, Drew. uh, Shit. The same one that did the... Uh, the guy that executive produced Daredevil. Uh, I'm pulling it up. Drew Goddard. Drew Goddard. Yeah, I think he I think he wrote that. They were like a team for a while. Yeah, who also it's did really uh, Bad Times at the El Royale, which is why I was so excited about uh, it. Which, did you like that? I thought you didn't like that movie. I did not, which is why I it was. I loved it. I know, and that makes me upset. Uh, I, I, understand, I totally understand why you wouldn't like it. It's a it's, very weird, low, very, very slow, methodical The trailers movie. are misleading of what that movie is going to be. Very true. IMO. So that's my biggest issue. But it scratched it. an itch for me. I'll be right back. Um, I'm yeah. yeah. So I, I was just. Are you? <laughs> um, the oh, I thought you were gonna go to the bathroom to do that. Uh, yeah, Cabin in the Woods. Man, what a good movie. And yeah. like the twist, I feel like when it happens, I didn't expect it. And then yeah. like it commits to it so well, like where like the end goes so wild. Yeah. And it's such a rad thing of like, hey, look at this seemingly government agency or oh, yeah, something 100%. that predates that even. And where, I like, love they like, have when they're do doing these, the yeah. bets and stuff like that yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. that's in the basement and how that's all tied uh, into and it. And when that all comes apart too, yeah. it's just it's so cool to see different people running around and like, yeah. oh, mermaids, I bet it's going to be mermaids. It's like, oh, wait. This is not what yeah. you're thinking it is. Yeah, I think it's really fun. I think it does a good job of just not what you expect. Right. Totally. Yeah. It definitely goes off the fucking rails. Yeah. <laughs> really, like, what's going on here? It's and then it's so like, fun. goes so supernatural, weird. Like, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, that was a fun one. The next one I want to talk about is Misery. Ooh. Oh. Stephen King. A different Classic. kind of 
I don't know. Horror. It's horror. No, it's that, that, that is horror. That's some scary shit. Yeah, Man, right? Kathy Bates is scary as fuck in yeah. this movie. I've seen her. I've seen that character. I forget the character's name, but on like yeah. a lot of top like. It's like her lists. and Nurse Ratchet. I feel yeah. like are always on there. Uh, James Can always so good at the thing with the ankles and the ugh. the hobbling. Yeah, yeah. I just that can't was the worst. handle it, and it makes me really. It's just uncomfortable to watch. And Absolutely. Like the way even back then it was like these fandoms that pop up and how like kind of crazy they can get and stuff like that. Um, I feel like that's a Halloween Takagami family classic. Uh, that's how, that. That's one of those that like. I have to mentally prepare myself to watch. Yeah, that's how you know it's so good. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is not gonna. It's it's a it's a great Stephen King story. It's it shows why he's so fucking good because yeah. even at, remember that last scene of the movie, where at the oh, very yeah, very yeah. end he's in mm-hmm. the restaurant and he looks over and he thinks he sees her, and you're just like, ah, is she fucking yeah. not? Ah, yeah, what the hell? What ah, happened? It's so good. I know. I feel like the Steve, the Stephen King trio of that Christine and. Carrie. Carrie's. So good. Carrie's, I can't watch that. It's really? so fucked up. Really? It's, it's super fucked it's up. It's fucked up. Um, but I also don't love, like, Stephen King is that, like, psychological thriller kind of thing. Yeah. And that's why it's, and I think more often time for me, those are scarier than slasher movies. I agree. Because slasher movies, after, you know, you know there's a formula. At a certain point toward the third act, they're just going to be yeah. running from this thing for a while. But, mm-hmm. the, but you just, like, Carrie's so fucked up. It is. I know. So On so up. many different levels. Uh, another one we want to talk about arachnophobia. Oh, I love <laughs> now people, yeah. <laughs> I have seen people giving arachnophobia hate, <clears throat> Tim. And what I think, yeah, I, I remember if I remember correctly, he didn't like, he does not like that movie. I could, I, I think, think I'm so thinking about eight legged freaks. Oh, yeah, those are very different. Also, a great movie, <laughs> which is a movie I, I mean, not, I guess wait, not wait, that different. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arachnophobia, I don't, I don't know that I've seen arachnophobia. Jeff Daniels, uh, he, he moves his family from the city to a small town, yeah. Uh, because he wants to get away from the crazy, and it turns out that someone accidentally, via a dead body from Africa, has imported a in the world's deadliest spider into like a spider we never we've never yeah. seen before. But if it bites you, it basically causes immediate cardiac arrest, and then the the entire town gets overrun with them, and it is fucking terrifying. If you do not like spiders, do not watch this I movie. I think this is where I started where like like my spider fear started from watching this when the spider crawls into that woman's slipper. Like still to this day I knock uh, my shoes when out. When he's eating the popcorn? <laughs> it's so yeah. stressful. Uh, John Goodman's in this as he plays a great character as the yeah. exterminator. Oh my gosh. Like one it's, of the best John Goodman. I I, I I love this movie. I think it's really well done and mm-hmm. it's it's one of those where it's like Obviously, spiders are scary, but the situations they put them in, you're just like, oh. Because it's all of your worst nightmares of, like, just normal things that happen, and you're like, you just wouldn't necessarily know it. And spiders also, can be anywhere. This is a movie that this. was done practically. They yeah. had to use mm-hmm. a ton of spiders because they didn't have the technology to actually, like, animate spiders back then. So you're yeah. seeing people, like, there's something real and unnerving about an actor actually having to let a spider crawl on its body. Oh, yeah. You know, it's know. just... It's horrifying. I don't like that one. Bit. Eight-Legged Freaks, on the other hand... Was another one of those movies. Yeah. I wouldn't put it on my list, on my top list. That's where they actually make giant spiders, right? Yeah, yeah. It's those silly. Are... It's it's uh, a yeah, David silly. Arquette, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And I remember really liking that movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was really well done. It was like way more violent than I thought it was going to be. I think it was. I remember it being way more comedic, but I definitely be... comedic. Oh, it's silly. Yeah. It's goofy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, another one, Poltergeist. That was on my list mm-hmm. as well. It's so good. Craig T. Nelson. Uh, Craig T. Nelson, uh, what's her name? Mary, uh, Mary jo Beth, Beth, Joe Beth, well, something, something like that. It's three names. Yeah, she's great. Barrymore is the kid, right? Uh, oh no, yeah. no, no, no! Barrymore's not the kid. It's uh, a different girl. It's a. Uh, oh no, it's uh, the other girl. Barrymore's the kid in ET. That's right, ET. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, uh, that movie fucking scarred me when I was a child. The Clown. The oh, if you show me a clown room? doll, I will kill everything in the room. And uh, get away obviously, and we're talking about the original and not whatever bullshit remake they made like three years Man, ago. Man, the bullshit remake was bad. That but, was a bad movie. That was yeah. one where it was like, how did you make this so much? Well, and it's like the ex- it's, it's just shot for shot. Mm-hmm. It's still real bad, but not good. No, <laughs> the scene where it's raining in the backyard and the pool and the skeletons also uh, really creepy and terrifying, and I hated it. Joe Beth Williams was her name. There we go. Uh, I. <laughs> There's Toby Hooper, that's who directed it. I always, I always think of this movie as a Spielberg movie, but it's not. He didn't direct it. I think he just produced, produced it and wrote it, yeah. it. But it has that Spielberg quality to it where it's really scary, but there's also like a magic to what's happening. Where like yeah. There's a moment where the the whole family is just in the living room of the house together mm-hmm. and the the woman they brought in to like help like get the spirits out is just telling the, the story. Teen, and it almost feels like Her a slumber party. so creepy. And yeah. it's weird, but it's also like... Like it has that weird moment where you're like, I kind of want to, I kind of want to be there and hang out with these people at this time. <laughs> no, time. no, I don't have that. I, I, yeah. It's totally opposite. I don't know. I think it, it's a beautifully made movie. If you haven't seen it, it's really, really, it's a classic. At this yeah. Well, and that plus all the like weird stuff that happened on set with like people dying and stuff. I feel like there's just like weird energy around. There's that a movie, very weird energy around that, movie, which makes it almost sure. a little bit scarier. It's like, oh, this is like part of real life stuff. Um, and then I have one more. I'm gonna go with super old school. Vincent Price's House of Wax. Oh wow! This oh. one that yeah. I loved as okay. a kid and haven't rewatched they've, in a while. They've remade that. They right? remade it with Jared Padalecki. And is it, that also Paris Hilton? Yeah, it was yeah. real bad. There's one scene in there from that one that I also really sticks with me, where they just like snip Achilles tendons, oh, so they can't that. walk. Yeah, and I was like, I hate oh, that those scenes is not good. Um, but I love the slow burn of older ones and trying to figure out how it all works. And Vincent Price is just a master yeah. of horror. Um, so if you haven't ever watched it, I recommend it. I don't even know how you watch it these days. I w- imagine it's probably streaming it. somewhere. What's, what's hilarious is I always get this confused with a movie called Waxwork. I don't know which, if I know that one. Which was Zach Ga- uh, Galligan, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. I think he's his last name. Zach, yeah, Galligan, who I think was the main character in Gremlins. Oh. And I remember watching this going, wow, I want this movie to be as good as Gremlins. And it is not. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's the name of this other movie you're talking about? Wax Work, which is a wax museum owner uses his horror exhibits to unleash evil on the world. Is this it? That's yeah, House Vincent Price. Oh. It's, bla- it's the 50s. So you can Super rent old. it for $4 on Vudu. Oh, Apple and then Microsoft. I think I'm going to re- rewatch it. There used to be a really cool old theater somewhere in the like Bay Area. I want to say it was like... I don't even remember, but they used to do, it's like an old movie palace, and they used to show like this, and uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Was it a big theater? Mm-hmm. How many like cinemas do you think it had? Oh, no, it was one theater. It oh. was like an old you movie sure palace. You sure it's not the Westport one? I'm positive. It okay. wasn't in the city. It was okay. like on the peninsula. Got it. Um, and they used to show them in 3D, and so I just remember that every Halloween it was always really fun to go and see all these like, Creature from the Black Lagoon is, Black Lagoon is just like old school it's horror classic, and stuff yeah. like that. Classic horror. But I love, it was always my favorite to go. Um, and that's where. It, I went down a, so a bit of a rabbit hole on like old school horror, not horror, but old school, like kind mm-hmm. of uh, Halloween-y scary style stuff. Cause I watched the Adams Family Values movie. Oh. Yeah. Which I love that movie. I love. Yeah. I love those two movies. That, like not horror, that's Halloween, right? Halloween. Yeah. It's more of a yeah, Halloween yeah, yeah. movie. But I started mm-hmm. going down the rabbit hole of like, where did that come from? And the monsters and all those shows that were back on like the early yeah. 60s, which I used to love the monsters. Hated the Adams Family. Really? I, I always thought uh. the monsters was the first one and the Adams Family oh. was the ripoff. 
It's and the other also, way around. I, I don't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize that the Adams family had come from like a comic strip that was like right. in a newspaper and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And I was like, "Oh, that's really creative. That's cool." Yeah. And the guy that wrote it was named. His name was Adams, with two D's. Oh. That's, that's why it's the Adams family. Yeah, yeah it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyway. Monsters was funnier though. Uh, Monsters was just goofier. Yeah. Real yeah. quick, while we're talking about Halloween movies, shout outs to my favorite Halloween movie, Hocus Pocus. Oh, great not movie. a horror one, but a great no, Halloween but movie. But still good. Love it. Very. Interested that they're going to make a sequel potentially for well, Disney Bette Plus. Well, Midler's still kicking around, so Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, they're all Kathleen still alive. Genies, or I don't even remember her name. name. But she's been doing Disney Channel original movies. Yeah, she has. So she's clearly around too. Yeah. Um, I will also give a shout out to my other favorite Halloween movie, which is uh, Sleepy Hollow. I love that. Oh. One. I like that, and Beetlejuice is on my list as well. But it's not a horror. Mo- it, it's marked as horror, but I'm like that's not a horror movie. Right, right, right. No, that's a, that's more of just no, a silly comedy. comedy. Uh, but I love Tim Burton. Was that all you were doing on your list? Yeah, that's five. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do mine really quick. I'm trying to decide. I'll so the first one. i to see if any of us have anything that overlaps. Well, Poltergeist was on well, my list. Okay. Yeah. But I didn't. The thing about Poltergeist is I haven't seen it enough. Oh, really? To really put it on my top five list. Like Tremors, I've watched probably like 20 <laughs> times. Yeah. Because it's just like a guilty pleasure movie. Oh, 100%. And it's very well done. But Poltergeist is one of those that like it would be on my list if I wasn't still every time I saw the cover wasn't transported back to being a child who was fucking out. terrified of static on TV yeah. because of that movie. Poltergeist and um, The Exorcist are both for me like they're like no, I'm no. not going to put them on my list but like that has like a guttural fear every time yeah. I see certain scenes where it's like I remember being very young and being like this is terrifying. <laughs> I hate Why this. am I watching this? Mm-hmm. It was my choice. Yeah. I made that mistake. Yeah, you like the pain. Yeah. Um, Alright so let's go down my list. The first one more of a suspense movie but like Again, when I watched it the first time, I want to say I was like six. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs. Uh, it was on my list, and also. it was like terrifying. Yeah, of like people <coughs> can be monsters. Yeah. yeah, Silence of the Lambs I put on my list as well, but I was like, I don't know if I specifically think of that as a horror movie. Yeah, although it is listed under horror. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and for me, it's s- always been a horror movie. Yeah, but it's that is horrifying. psychologically scarring yeah. to watch that as a as a child. Yeah, the die. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, and it's just also something about like. The the good guy, which was uh, jo- Jodie Foster, Jodie Foster's character, being helped Clary by Hannibal Lecter, who is like a crazy monster, and yeah. we don't really see that till later. Mm-hmm. You know, well, the scene where he escapes yeah. is has scarred me for life. Yeah, where he has to, he escapes by. If you haven't, you know, I'm not going to spoil it. If you haven't watched Silence of the Lambs, watch Silence. It's of the actually Lambs. one of like a really great, very well made movie. Oh my mm-hmm. god, it's so good, but it is disturbing. Yeah. And it's a, a little known fact from my wife's favorite movies. Really? I'll catch her watching that sometimes, and I'm like, you gotta stop. Yeah, you, you do the voice, right, to freak her out every once in a while? Oh. No, that's not right. That's, that's not the voice. That's no, the that's not voice. it. Oh, that was the main voice. Oh, okay, puts I'm, the I'm, lotion on, right? It puts oh. the lotion on its skin. Oh. She'll be like, stop it. It does what it's told or it gets the hose. God, there's so many fucked up <laughs> things about that. It puts, the lo- it, also has, it puts the lotion on its skin or it also gets the hose again. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh my God. God, it's so... <laughs> stop it. Um, she looks over and sees the fucking nails of the other people yep, that have been in the pit that had yeah, tried to climb God. out. Uh, um, another one, a more modern one that really like, I was like, damn, this is a good horror movie. Uh, the Babadook. No, I never watched it. Oh, really, really liked it. Way more artsy. Yeah, and then campy, which I feel like is yeah, 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 yeah. I, it's it's. I'd say it's more artsy and also more like straight up horror because it has so many moments where it's like this giant monster is coming out of somewhere. Yeah, and it's just like oh, I hate this. Um, I don't know if I loved the ending to this one. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like I've watched a bunch of videos that are like I've only seen it oh, once. Oh, this is what it's actually about, and it's, yeah. it's about depression and all this stuff. Where it's like oh, I feel like that makes a lot of sense and makes it like yeah. cooler for me. Um, let's move on to my next one. Now, this is an old one that I love. Child's Play. Oh yeah, and I, I haven't seen the these. reboot. Oh man, Child's Play specifically. It's scary because it's, it's like the threat is like this tiny little thing where it's like Again, oh dolls but coming to life yeah, yeah it's you're not expecting it you're not prepared for it and yeah. he's just like running around and like the end when he starts because it's all voodoo in in that one like the remake yeah. is an AI I think I haven't seen it but um it is. uh the yeah the 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 voodoo like starts turning the like. Chucky the doll into a real person so like there's a moment where his arm gets broken Mm -hmm. and it's like you can see inside of it and like that gore is so visceral to to see this doll get its arm torn and it to be like what you see yeah Yeah. bone and skin and it's like oh so graphic and I'm gonna gonna give a shout out to Brad Dorif who was who played Chucky? He okay, played the I voice. I was about to say shout outs to the goddamn voice because yeah. he's so good, he's so freaky, and he was also in. Um, he was in two other movies that I remember from the '80s. He was in Fatal Beauty, which was a Whoopi Goldberg movie, not very good. I went back and watched it recently; it does not hold up. But he was also <laughs> in. Um, he was in the the fourth Aliens. Oh, I think the he was like he was. Aliens. Yeah, he was the. Um, remember the, the one, dude yeah. in the wheelchair? No, he no, that was a different guy. Uh, he was one. Of, he was the scientist that was like that was like oh, in love with it. the alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, he's freaky. I was trying to figure out just voice alone. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, uh, he's been in a, bu- yeah, yeah, been yeah. a bunch of shit. He's always that freaky fucking character, though. Yeah. But yeah, it's Child Play unfortunately has way too many sequels. Where well, I feel yeah, like the Brad second Chucky one's fun, and... the third one gets a little bit much, and then yeah, once they stop calling them sequels and they're just like Bride of Chucky and the Seed of Chucky and yeah. Cult of Chucky, there's so many of them. Um, let's move on. Another modern one, It Follows. Man. Oh, that was a great movie. Yeah. This movie stuck with me. I was just thinking about yeah. it for like days after I watched it. And like that's like horror movies, I feel like, that stick with you as an adult. You know, like that's fucking yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like the just the idea of not no one else being able to see this person yeah. following you. And like all the, you know, like the fact that it's, it's really it's a venereal disease yeah. that is transmitted through that. And yeah. like. That's cool concept that, like, yeah, that stuck with me for a while. Uh, and then the last one I'm going to mention, one that, like, I don't know how big of a movie this was, but, like, I think I watched this also when I was 12. Terrified. I don't know if I've ever finished it. Event Horizon. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've never watched it. Oh, my God. Scary. Really cool movie. It's so, <laughs> like, the gore is so excessive. And, like, when it cuts to, like, it's, it's about a spaceship that gets lost. That like it sucked they through were tr- a black hole of some sort. Right? They were trying yeah. to do some teleporting stuff, I think, right? Yeah, Where they were trying know, to something weird, but it opened up like a dimensional rift. To yes, hell. to hell. Yeah, and it's like the whole crew is like gone and missing, but you get clips of stuff. It is terrifying, and like <coughs> it's the first time I ever saw anyone get thrown into space, and it shows like what it them, does. Like yeah, like the the blood boiling inside of them. Yeah, Man, that terrifying. movie was fucked up, <gasps> and like I want to go back and watch it, but like yeah, that's. That I feel like is the definition of like horror, where it's like I couldn't finish it when I was twelve, and I still think about it often. Yeah, I love that. I, <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. That's a it's a good. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne was the main character, yeah. and Sam mm. Neill, right? Sam Neill was the main character. Lawrence Fishburne was like the second in command, but like yeah, they were both yeah, yeah, prominent yeah. in there. Yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, yeah, that one in uh, that's that one in Sunshine. Did you ever see Sunshine? Sunshine, not a horror movie. That's yeah, a sci-fi yeah, yeah, yeah. movie. But Sunshine, that, I don't like as much because I, I feel like. Movie. 
the end of it, like, not, the end is also, like, very, like, oh, it's up in your head what happens. With Sunshine? Yeah. They, they restarted the thing. Yeah, I know, but, like, when it actually, like, they're about to hit the sun and, like, the dude opens the door and it's, right? Doesn't it get all, like, really weird there? I just remember there being a great moment where I was, like, where they had a great character transition for Chris Evans, mm-hmm. where his character is the security officer and he's a dick to everyone the entire time. And then at the very, very end, he's the one that's like, listen, you motherfuckers are like thinking we're going to survive. This. We're not going to survive yeah, this. Get your it. head in the fucking game. Like, this is it for us. Yeah. And then he has that moment where he's got to jump into the, the nitrous or the cold water that's like freezing cold water to like to get the thing started and he just you just see him like none he doesn't hesitate he just does it and he comes up and he's trying to fucking get warm again so he can make his hands move so fucking good it, it's really cool I just feel like kind of jumps the shark with them finding the other ship and the other captain just being fucking crazy and like constantly burning himself yeah that was a little weird yeah right where he, he kept <laughs> opening the, the shutters wider and wider yeah so like at the end he was like at 85% and like his skin was totally charged yeah he loved and it and it's like that person I can't imagine being as strong as they made him cause like I feel like at one point he lifts someone totally up and it's like they, they grab him by the skin and the skin tears cause it's so burnt yeah but it's just like that it was so cool and real and like you know, the, all these people come into the decision that, like, they might have to die. Yeah. Then it suddenly becomes a slasher mm-hmm. where it's like, what the hell is this? That's it's a, a weird, weird turn. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. yeah, but really cool. And well, also, right. the decision that leads to them combining ships to be like, oh, this will help. And, like, we don't know what went wrong with that ship, but, like, we could probably fix it and take it to the sun. So rad. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. But again, loses me at the end. Well, that. Yeah. Well, so those are our lists. Uh, a couple of you guys wrote in to tell me what your favorite horror movie is on the Patreon bronze tier. Let's see what Juan Lobo says. One of my favorite horror movies, favorite horror movies is the OG 2004 version of Shudder. And then just says, hashtag Greg sucks. I've never seen Shudder. I've seen that pop up on a lot of things, but I don't think I've ever watched it. It looks scary. I was watching a trailer for it. No, thank you. Uh, Mark Freeman says, probably the scariest movie I've ever seen is Red State. So real. Also, shout outs to Tucker and Dale versus Evil or being uh, one of the best takes on horror in a long time. Dude, I really enjoyed Red State. And like that is like one of those things that like it feels like super possible. Mm. And like that's scary. Those are the scariest ones. That's why I like the Purge movies too where it's like, this isn't the weirdest thing that's ever Mm -hmm. been in a premise. So... And the last one I'm going to read is Mike Toundro, who says, horror is my favorite genre, so this question is always difficult to answer. But Mm -hmm. in recent years, The Witch, um, in recent years, The Witch is always the first to pop in my head. Admittedly, it's not for everyone, but the sense of growing dread paired with breathtaking production is not only unrivaled, but addicting. Dude, I totally agree. I don't know. I only got halfway through. Oh. I never watched it. It's very slow, but like, the like the ongoing dread that like slowly accumulating yeah. where it's like these people accusing this girl like in her own family of of witchcraft and like it's slowly getting bigger and bigger and like it has a twist that comes right at the very end and it's I really enjoyed it. No, yeah, the twist is crazy though, and it is a very well acted uh, movie with uh, Anya Taylor Joy in it oh, I love her. as the main character mm-hmm. um also her dad is great too but i don't remember his name uh wait there's he said a little bit more uh let's see 
With both The Witch and The Lighthouse, Robert Eagers is now two for two, showing he is a masterclass filmmaker with a unique, fresh spin on traditional horror stories. I already cannot wait to see what's next. Uh, and incredibly eager to see what his take on Nosferatu is. Oh, interesting. Uh, will look like in the future. Happy Halloween, my pretty little pumpkins. That was. Uh, <laughs> you just like that part? Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, great takes in there. Real mm-hmm. happy about that. Uh, now it's time for me to tell you what is out on streaming platforms. Not much for Netflix. We have Raging it. Bull. Mm. Yeah. Nikki, you like Raging Bull? You know, it's. No. Yeah. I know it's a great it's movie. It's a fucked yeah. up movie. I know it's a classic. Yeah. I just can't get through it because it's a bit dated. And I sure. know that's, that's sacrilege to say, but it happens. I just can't do it. Uh, and then uh, movie theaters near you this week, we have Terminator Dark Fate, Harriet, and Motherless Brooklyn. I know <laughs> now why you cry. Because it's tear ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. It's to get the water out of your eyes. It's because of water eyes. You're sad. I get it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. You can follow me on social media at Kind of Funny Kevin. Uh, really quick, is there a bronze tier for next week? Oh, yes. Sorry. Great call. Bronze tier for next week is Thanksgiving movies. What movies get you in the mood to eat and be with your family? It's the Are great pumpkin. I don't know. That's why. I, I, I didn't I know if there one, was. one, but we'll talk about that next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. Movies that you just have to watch around Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. You can follow me on the social medias at Kind of Funny Kevin. You can follow Joey at Joey Noel. You can follow Nick at Nick underscore Scarpino. Uh, go and watch Jojo Rabbit because it's the best movie that I've seen in a long time. Kill the lights. We're done. Bye. <laughs>